right, folks, and welcome aboard. Thursday night edition, Philip Ward Show. Even more importantly, though, folks, we are five days away. Five more days to go until we have Election Day, as the late great Rush Limbaugh used to call it, Dependence Day, where Americans are going, and if you haven't voted already, because now we have early voting and mail-in voting and any type of voting that you want, but yet, you know, you have Stacey Abrams, who, if you ask her, is running to be re-elected as governor in the Peach State in Georgia, well, there's voter suppression and there's voter intimidation, and, and, and not all of the people in Georgia's voters were counted and the election was stolen. Said Stacey Abrams. Well, now Stacey Abrams backtracks on that. Did you hear what this woman said during the uh, gubernatorial debate with uh, Governor Kemp? She, Governor Kemp's pointing out that like he's endorsed by over a hundred uh, sheriffs, law enforcement officials, and she's like, "Oh, sorry, I'm not in the good old boys club." You know, these law enforcement officers that that put blacks away. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, who talks like that, folks? I'll give you an answer, though. It's the Democratic Party. Their rhetoric is really starting to heat up. Sonny Hostin, Hoiston, Hostin, who cares? I believe it's pronounced Hostin. Listen to this woman on The View earlier today. I mean, it's absolutely outrageous. If you don't agree with the policies and the even the rhetoric that the Democratic Party put forward... Well, then you're what? A racist and a bigot and you're xenophobic and you're homophobic and you're transphobic um, and you're Islamophobic and you're, you're all these different things. You know, it wasn't too long ago when Joe Unity Biden, whoa, 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 hold on before I get into Joe Unity Biden. Today is the 962nd day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has... 808 days left for every single one of us to endure. It wasn't too long ago when Joe Unity Biden was saying 11 times in his inaugural address that he's going to bring unity. And we're going to, the, the political rhetoric, you know, we got we to gotta really lower the temperatures he was talking about. Well, he also called conservatives and Republicans, quote, look at those ugly people over there you know they're they're domestic terrorists well that's what joe unity biden thinks of conservatives now they're new they're literally their new uh phrase democracy is at stake every single person you get joe unity biden you get barack hussein obama all of them the same exact thing over and over and over again it's i have no idea how people don't get tired of hearing it you even have the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars word for word writing exactly what the Democratic Party tell them to do. Politico, quote, Biden, in our bones, we know democracy is at stake. Juan Williams, the guy who used to be on Fox News is just a partisan Democrat hack, um, writes, democracy is at stake in this year's midterms. Washington Compost, this was back in May, democracy is at stake in the midterms. The media must convey that. Oh, they must. The media have to be on the side of exactly word for word what the... This is a perfect example, by the way, of showing you how fake our media really is. 
how dishonest they are, how how biased they are. They're so left-leaning. You wonder why we have polling that indicate that 90% of the American people have no trust in the pathological, why I call them this, pathological, prolific, pathetic. That's what they are. All they do is carry the water for the Democratic Party. And I and it, it, it really gives me a lot of encouragement to see that Americans are out there and saying, this is total nonsense. This is garbage. You know, 100% of the media coverage on Carrie Lake is negative? What's that about? You know, we're led to believe, though, because if you question that Joe Unity Biden, the most popular president that this country supposedly ever elected, if I even say that, oh, you're, oh, you're an election denier, oh, you're an insurrectionist, oh, you're inciting an insurrection, but yet when the shoe's on the other foot and you have Hillary Rotten Clinton, who, by the way, is here in New York State today, here in the Empire State, the three of them, Hochul, Hillary Harris, oh my God, I mean, spare me, good Lord, by the way, they're, they're trying to do everything they can, you think that um, Kamala Harris thought that in, in, in her midterm campaign stop, that he she'd have to come and campaign in New York State, telling you folks, this is a winnable race for Lee Zeldin, and if Lee Zeldin does not win, on Tuesday, well, who knows, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I mean, whenever they, they, they oh, here's more votes, oh, we found more votes, and you, how are we supposed to have confidence in that as Americans, I mean, it's totally insane, you remember it was a congressional race where they were finding more votes in drawers, like, what is that about, Joe Unity Biden even said yesterday, don't expect the results on election night, the um, Secretary of State in Pennsylvania, Democratic Pennsylvania Secretary of State, I might add, saying, yeah, no, you, there might, it might take a few days for us to get all the votes counted. But there, there, there's nothing nefarious, though. You can't question it because, remember, we had the media, though. You know, even though we had affidavits and, and witnesses and testimony for people that were indicating, by the way, if, if you lie, it's a crime, and, 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 and that yet they still came and testified. And said, yeah, we saw some bad things that were going on on election night. You know, I how are Americans supposed to have confidence in our process now? When we call ourselves the greatest country on earth, and I'm telling you right now, I do believe that from the bottom of my heart. But how can we not get elections right all throughout history? election day election night americans stay up pretty late it, it some it goes into you know if it's an hour or so one or two a.m on the east coast here you know where we're we're getting the results and we have a winner you know 2016 oh free and fair elections i yep i think so donald trump was declared the way it was like 2 30 in the morning you know, i remember actually being doing radio um and over in the united kingdom uh, being on BBC Radio is like 7.30 in the morning there. But it was one of the greatest days of my entire life. And there were, with liberals, nothing but wacky libs all around. Um, and by the way, I mean, a, a conservative in the UK is like half a liberal over here. There are some good ones over there, too. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but, you know, they're all climate change and all this nonsense. But anyway, I digress. So we get the results there. And, 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 and I think Americans are totally fine with that. Now we have election day, and then election day again, and then election day again, and then election day again. I mean, look at Carrie Lake in her primary. 
How long is the gubernatorial race in Arizona going to take before we actually declare a winner? This is nonsense. But yet, if you question it, though, ooh, insurrectionist, how dare you? You're an election denier. These, all of these allegations continue to be tossed at Republicans, and yet, the mainstream media, though, folks, I think that they might start to be coming around here a little bit. I think they want to save themselves as quickly as they possibly can. Here's a headline in the Hill. Totally predictable, utterly normal, Republican midterm sweep, Washington compost. Republicans plan health-related probes if they win the House. New York Slimes writing, what you can expect if Republicans take the House. Axios is out. By the way, folks, I mean, these are all left-wing, no fan of conservative-leaning publications. Axios writing, quote, the tide is turning for Republicans. And they write this, with less than a week left to go, before the midterms, just about everything is breaking in Republicans' favor. Except, of course, the pathological, prolific liars, pathetic liars in the mainstream media who do their very best to make sure they can give Republicans as much negative coverage as they could possibly get out there. By the way, did you see the news tonight? Jake Tapper, uh, Propaganda News, CNN, they're taking him off primetime. Why? Probably because he sucks. Probably because he's a garbage left-wing propagandist that no one, and for the people that even watch propaganda news CNN anymore, I don't know what you're doing. But anyway, so, Axios writing, just a few weeks ago, Republicans seem to be on the ropes thanks to a slate of polarizing MAGA-aligned candidates with seemingly strong Democratic opponents and a relentless Democratic focus on abortion. How wrong is this paragraph? How stupid can you possibly be? MAGA-aligned candidates. Well, I don't know many Republican candidates that are out there that don't want anything to do with MAGA and Donald Trump. You know, make America great again. How on God's green earth can that possibly be controversial? Especially when you're an American politician. I mean, if listen, if you're in, in France and you're running on an agenda of make America great again, good Lord, if I, was, if I was French myself and I saw someone saying that, I wouldn't vote for that. Are you kidding me? But you have American politicians, and Donald Trump wasn't even a politician, who said, comes out with a slogan, make it, by the way, it started with Ronald Reagan, uh, Ronald Wilson Reagan, that being, make America great again. Donald Trump you know, runs with the slogan, make America great again, and all of a sudden, nope, it's controversial. I mean, it's absolutely unbelievable. You, gotta t- you always have to remember, folks, the Democratic Party hate this country. The Democratic Party hate Americans. They hate the American way of life. All they have is power. That is all they want. That's all they crave. That's all they need to have to live their lives. It's like the only thing that gives them happiness is having power over you. Having power to tell you, well, I was elected. You weren't elected. I get to tell you what to do. And why is that? Well, because liberals are ugly. (laughs) Go back to the Washington Compost. I'm telling you, folks, the research is out there. You can look it up. Look up liberals, ugly, conservatives are better looking. Research shows they're ugly. They have nothing better to do with their lives. They wake up, they're miserable. By the way, I'm the ugly comment. Obviously, I'm kidding, folks. But there is real research out there. I'm telling you right now. So they wake up, they're miserable. They go to bed, they're miserable. They live their lives, they're miserable. All liberals want to do 
is make life miserable for everybody else. And folks, it goes back to um, Charles Krauthammer writing in 2002, Republicans think liberals are stupid. Well, conservatives think liberals are stupid. Liberals think conservatives are evil. Folks, it is a mental, liberalism is a mental illness. I, I really want you to understand this. When you are a liberal, you don't look at anything with any grain of happiness at all. They have no love in their life. They're miserable. They try to do everything. They, they're selfish. They only care about themselves. They don't care about the country succeeding. Liberalism is a cancer to this entire country. And look no further. The examples are all out there. Look at what Joe Unity Biden and his liberal, radical, socialist base of the Democratic Party has now done to our country. We have 5.6 illegal aliens that have flooded into our country. On top of that, we have, what, 8.4% Biden inflation now. It was under 2% when he took office. We have record high gas prices. And by the way, five days to go, folks, after those midterm elections are over. Ooh, boy. You watch how quick gas prices shoot back up. We have no diesel fuel in this country. The strategic petroleum reserve oil, if, forget about that too. Yeah, just we'll just keep releasing more oil. So then this way we can make gas prices go down so we can try to win an election. Oh, that's not going to work. Okay, then we're going to go bother Saudi Arabia and OPEC nations and say, hey, can you produce more oil? So then the price of uh, oil uh internationally goes down and then this way we can have gas prices go down and then they'll vote for us but then we can well you know you guys can go back to doing whatever it is that you want to do and yet for some reason joe unity biden gets away with nonsense like this anyway so axios uh writes cook political report yesterday moved its rate by the way they say yesterday this was written yesterday so it was um actually on tuesday Cook Political Report moved its ratings for 10 more house races in solid blue. New York, Empire State, New Jersey, Oregon, California, the United Social State, Illinois, in Republicans' direction. If all of Cook's lean, likely, and solid Republican races hold, the Republican Party would only need to win six of the 35 toss-up races to take the majority, whereas Democrats would need to win 25 of, excuse me, 29 of 35. The 538 now Senate's forecast, uh, Senate forecast shows the race for the upper chamber remains in a dead heat, but gave Republicans a lead 51 to 49 for the first time since July. Folks, I'm telling you right now, even though this is good news for Republicans, we absolutely cannot let up because the Pennsylvania Senate race, massive. John Fetterman, you know, this disaster, who's totally unfit to be a senator, up against Dr. Oz. We have um, Ohio, J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan. It's imperative J.D. Vance wins that race. One of the biggest ones uh, besides Pennsylvania as well, Herschel Walker in Georgia up against the Rev, Raphael Warnock, Adam Laxalt in Nevada. Uh, the General Don Bulldock, who was at a debate and almost got punched, for goodness sakes. There's political violence from the left, right? But um, for some reason, all, the only thing that dominates the news is Paul Pelosi. I mean, I'm, I'm so sick and tired of hearing Paul Pelosi. I mean, they keep hammering that over and over again. They really do. Arizona, 
Blake Masters up against the astronaut, Mark Kelly. I mean, folks, these are all winnable races for Republicans. What it's going to be, folks, is voter turnout. If Republicans get out there and say, we're sick and tired of dealing with this, if independents come out as well and say, we're sick of the Biden administration, we're sick of what the Democratic Party is putting the country through, then, folks, Republicans have a massive chance of getting elected, winning the House, winning the Senate, implementing the commitment to America based on an economy that's strong, a nation that's safe, a future that's built on freedom, a government that's accountable. I really don't think that that's, that's really difficult at all. I think that's good news for the American people. You know, if Republicans get a chance, I always say it, if Republicans succeed, well, then this country actually has a chance. Democrats succeed, we deal with what we're dealing with now, a country that is totally failing. Now, some of the rhetoric that the left is now using, it's, it's, it's as desperate as can be. You have the idiot chief of staff for Joe Unity Biden, Ron Klain, saying... <laughs> Listen to this, folks. So he's on uh, earlier this morning, MSDNC, and Joe Unity Biden, when he gives that speech yesterday about democracy is at stake, and if you don't vote for more democratic control, well, then we might lose our democracy. Well, Joe, we don't live in a democracy. We live in a constitutional republic. Now, the Democratic Party, they, they want us to live in a true democracy so bad. Because then New York and the United Socialist State, California, can continue to pick presidents you know, along with New Jersey and Massachusetts and other uh, Democrat-controlled states that will be controlled by Democrats in perpetuity. Here in New York State, we have a shot, though. I'm telling you, Lee Zeldin, it's a winnable race. But anyway, so Ron Klain, the White House Chief of Staff, says this, quote, The president's been talking about the threat to our democracy since he launched his campaign way back in 2019, and again on January 6th, and again in September in Philadelphia at Independence Hall. Remember with the blood red background? That was real great, right? And I think the president decided a few days ago, listen to this, folks, that it was important to issue one final warning. Whoa, hold on a second there, buddy. One, you got one last chance, Ron Klain saying this is our last warning. You need to elect Democrats. We need to have more Democratic control because things are going well now. You go vote and you shut up. You don't say anything. This is your one final last warning. It's like, excuse me? One final warning. We're not going to warn you again. If you vote for Republicans, oh, we're going to lose our democracy. Oh, gas prices are going to go lower. But inflation might be fixed. Oh, that'd be so terrible. We might have a secure southern border. This is your last warning, Ron Klain says. I mean, it's totally unreal. By the way, then he's asked about the economy. This is what the White House Chief of Staff says. We are not in a recession. I want to be really, really clear on that. Oh, really? Because propaganda news, even propaganda news CNN. This is a CNN poll. 75% of Americans think the economy is currently in a recession. So there you go again. Here's the White House, totally out of touch with the majority of the American people. It kind of makes you wonder where the White House gets their information from. I mean, do they like look at Twitter, the Twitter box and the, the bots that are on there? 
and think that, oh, okay, well, yeah, things are going well because we have this weird freak with purple hair and a rainbow flag background in their Twitter box biography who says things are going well and Republicans are evil. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. Now, this was in the Wall Street Journal. Poll came out, quote, white suburban women swing toward backing Republicans for Congress. This is a pretty important po uh, poll here, folks. White women living in suburban areas currently favor the Republican Party by 15 percentage points. That's massive. It marks a 27% point shift away from the Democratic Party since August, folks. That is huge stuff. Now, Sonny Hostin on The View, how you watch that show, I don't get it. Sonny Hostin, though, she can't have that. Oh, no, 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 no. How dare you white women in suburban areas? She says this, and I'm not kidding you, folks. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I read a poll just yesterday, she says, showing that suburban women are now going to vote Republican. This is literally her exact quote. I'm not kidding you. It's almost like roaches voting for raid. So, if you are a white suburban woman and you dare vote for the Republican Party, oh, you're a roach, according to Sonny Austin. I mean, you... What are these people? This is what these people. How are we supposed to have unity with these people, folks? How are we supposed to have it? By the way, Sonny Austin says, yeah, white suburban women are roaches. Remember, you have Barack Hussein Obama. He's out on the campaign trail. Remember what he said? These are uh, Americans that are they're they're real bitter and they cling to religion and guns. That's all they care about. Yeah, they cling to it. Religion and guns. Hillary Rotten Clinton. She's out on the campaign trail. She says crime isn't a thing. It's just Republicans are making it up to scare Americans. Remember, she said, well, there's some Trump supporters that they're they're a basket of deplorables. They're, that's irredeemable. That was real nice. Remember, you had Peter Strzok, the FBI agent, put in charge of Crossfire Hurricane, looking at Trump colluding with Russia, and says, oh, I can, I can smell the Trump supporters in Walmart. I mean, it's a, remember, remember even at the White House press secretary at the time, Jen Psaki, when she was, <laughs> she says, well, we've been putting PSAs in, in shows like Deadliest Catch or NASCAR and country music TV. I mean, that's what Republicans do, I guess. They, they, they watch Deadliest Catch and NASCAR and, and country music TV. And if you dare be a white suburban woman and you want to vote for Republicans, you're a roach, according to, to Sonny Austin. And it's it's now you have this idiot Michael Betchloss on MSDNC. It's just, it's so desperate for these people. Quote, Joe Biden is saying the same thing tonight. This was yesterday. And a historian 50 years from now, if historians are allowed to write in this country, and if they are still publishing houses and a free press, which I'm not certain of, like, what are you talking about? The Democratic Party literally controls the mainstream media. This guy's just a total idiot. He says this. If, it, if that is true, a historian will say what was at stake tonight and this week was the fact whether... We will be a democracy in the future. 
listen to this. This is his exact quote. A presidential historian saying things like this. Whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. <laughs> what Republican out there is talking about arresting children and killing them? I mean, this. how do we unify with people like this? How are we supposed to see eye to eye with people like this? Who accuse Republicans, and by the way, that's not it. Republicans as well, oh, they're going to cut Social Security. They're going to cut Medicare. No Republican has ever said that. No Republican has ever said our children are going to be arrested and conceivably killed. It's all just nonsense and garbage being peddled from, you bet, from the left, as always. It's always the Democratic Party, and they get away with nonsense like this. Ron Johnson, senator from Wisconsin, who desperately needs to be reelected over socialist, radical, America's founding, awful Mandela Barnes, his 11 by 15 campaign. Yeah, let's let 11,000 inmates out by 2015, which he describes his policies as, quote, not kidding you, sexy. My God. Ron Johnson's pushing back. All they do is they trot out the same old lies. Republicans want to end Social Security. We want to put it on the chopping block. Nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, Republicans want to save Social Security. We want to bring down inflation, Biden inflation. We want to reduce massive deficit spending that sparked the Biden inflation. But no, the Biden administration, the Democratic Party, they can't have that. They want more and more and more reckless spending. By the way, the national debt, forget about that too. NBC News, um, five issues that define the midterms. Well, guess what? Number one on their list is as much as they don't want it to be, because number two, threats to democracy. Oh, what? January 6th, January 6th, January 6th, over and over and over again with losing issues that the Democratic Party are going to continue to run on because they're so out of touch with the American people. They have no idea what's really going on in this country. They have no idea that Americans are sick and tired of fed up of the Democratic Party because this party has done nothing right for the American people. Going on two years now, nothing is better in this country. There's not a single thing. And yet it's a don't believe your lying eyes type of scenario. Because we're led to believe that everything's going well. This is your one final warning, Ron Klain says. You don't dare go out there and vote for Republicans. You can't do it. Because it's a, we're gonna, our democracy is at stake. You know, isn't, by the way, democracy and constitutional republic, isn't it all about freedom of speech and, and being able to choose? If there's a political party out there that you don't like, that's failing the American people, one of the beautiful things about America is that you can go out there, go to the ballot box, vote, and say, this party is failing this country, so I'm going to vote for this party. You still have that right now in the United States, unless you vote Republican. Oh, all the, the democracy's at stake. We're going to lose the whole democracy. How dare you vote for Republicans? Jobs and the economy is the number one issue that NBC News finds that Americans are worried about. Number three is cost of living, immigration and border, and then all the way down at number five is abortion. Republicans are winning on jobs and the economy because Joe Biden and the Democratic Party has destroyed jobs, destroyed the economy. The cost of living, inflation. Republicans are winning on that issue. Immigration and the border, 5.6 million illegal aliens that have now flooded into this country 
thousands more gotaways that we have no idea where they even are. We don't even know who these people, their names, we don't know anything about them. That is a winning issue for Republicans. And then, oh, there it is, abortion again. Roe v. Wade, Dobbs case. I mean, it's over and over and over. It gets so ridiculous. It's so desperate from this Democratic Party now. By the way, Propaganda News, CNN, they write this. This was on Monday. Quote, crime is the dark horse issue of this election. Now, this was a pretty interesting poll that I found. By the way, the issue, the topic of crime, you had Harris, Hochul, Hillary, all today in New York State. And Hillary Clinton claims this about crime, right? Republicans just want to keep voters scared about crime. She says they're not dealing with it. They're not trying to tackle it. So they just it's just an effort for them to scare voters. What are Republicans supposed to do? They don't have control of the House. They don't have control of the Senate. They don't have control of big, major American cities that have been run by Democrats forever and ever and ever that we're seeing crime spiking. We're seeing murder spiking, carjackings. Everything's up with these Democrats now. You know, because in no cash bail. Oh, boy, that was real smart, right? Um, she says they don't want to solve a problem, whether it's crime or Biden inflation or anything else. They just want an issue. Kathy Jokel, remember her telling New Yorkers, telling Lee Zeldin, I don't, I don't know why crime is that important to you. Kamala Harris as well, remember her and her Minnesota bail fund that she was, if you're able, chip in to, to help the Minnesota Freedom Fund to post bail for those protesting on the ground in Minnesota where she was literally wanting criminals out of prison. Again, the Democratic Party, they care about illegal aliens, they care about people who advocate for abortion, and they care about criminals. If you do not find yourself in those categories, forget about it. Forget about getting support from the Democratic Party. But there's a pretty interesting poll out there, folks, and this is in Pew Research. Quote, black voters are concerned about violent crime. Most Americans agree with that, with one notable exception. White liberals. How about that, folks? Black Americans are worried about crime. Hispanic Americans are worried about crime. Asian Americans are worried about crime. Conservative Americans are worried about crime. White Americans are worried about crime. But white liberals are not worried about crime. Pew Research survey registered voters, 82% of black Democrats, listen to this, 82% black Democrats said violent crime was a very important issue compared to just 33% of white Democrats. Overall, 61% of registered voters describe violent crime as a very important factor when deciding who to vote for in the upcoming midterm elections. The group least likely to agree with that assessment were Democratic voters, 49%, voters under 30, 44%, voters with graduate degrees, 44%, and self-described liberals, 34%. So folks, if you are a white liberal with a graduate degree, under 30, and a Democrat, you don't think crime is an issue. Well, that's at least what they found in Pew here. But yet, 82% of black Democrats, though, say, yes, crime is an issue. So, folks, this is, it, it is Martha's Vineyard over again. All it is, 
white liberals, by the way, rich white liberals who think they don't have to deal with crime. You know, they live in these gated communities. They live in these 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 beautiful rich areas. Lord knows how they got all this money. Well, it's capitalism in the United States. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? The same system that they go and demonize and say is so wrong and they villainize it. No, 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 no. We can't have that, even though it's a system that got them to the point that they are in life. But they say crime's not an issue because if it's out of sight, it is out of mind for white, rich liberals, who I've said repeatedly are some of the most racist people in the entire country. Crime's not an issue to them, folks. But for black Democrats, for black voters, they say it's an issue. Hispanic voters say crime's an issue. Conservative Americans say crime's an issue. Why is it different for white liberals, folks? I mean, it's pretty interesting. And I think that Americans are going to vote on the topic of crime. I really do. I think crime's going to be, if Lee Zeldin is to, by the way, um, former Clinton advisor Mark Penn writes in the New York Slimes, Zeldin could win because independents are siding with Republicans on crime and inflation rather than with Democrats whose concerns over protecting democracy take precedence. Again, it's just, I mean, you're going to lose democracy. Democracy's at stake. It's all a bunch of of lies from this party folks that's what the democratic party is built on they lie and they lie and they lie they have no souls folks they don't care if they lie to the american people joe unity biden does it every single day joe unity biden politicizes his own son's death i mean half the time his son died in iraq the other half the time which is true he died of cancer here in the united states i mean these people are sick folks these people are disgusting they don't care about the American people. They really don't care about the country. All they want is power. And folks, in five days, in five short days, we have the chance to take away the only thing that they have over us as Americans, that being their power. When Democrats succeed, as they are right now, America as a country fails. Now, Republicans their commitment to America, when Republicans succeed, the country actually has a chance. Now, when conservatism succeeds, oh boy, oh boy, I'll go back to Barry Goldwater, 1966. Most progress has been made in history under conservative philosophy. When conservatism is implemented, now there, folks, now we are cooking. That is when the country succeeds, and we have a good bunch of conservative republican candidates that are out there donald trump in a pitch to black voters said quote what do you have to lose i think that's what republicans should be saying to conservatives and independents even some maybe democratic voters who are dissatisfied with this party right now what do you have to lose we are going on almost two years of one party rule one party making the legislation one party making the rules one party making the laws in this country you think things are going well ronald reagan once said it's very simple are you better off now than you were and if you think that you are be my guest you continue to vote for democrats but i think a lot of americans are fed up with the democratic party and that folks gives me a lot of optimism just five days away from what is a consequential historic ridiculously important midterm elections that this country is going to face folks we have entered the 962nd day of slowing the spread 
the Joe Unity Biden administration now has 808 days left for every single one of us to endure. Folks, thank you as always for listening to the program, folks. It is never a bad day to be an American.